Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together, Bruce and I have written 36 cookbooks, including our latest Instant Pop Bible, The Next Generation, which is out later this fall, which we are absolutely crushing ourselves to finish. And today's show is about an ingredient that I would swear has appeared in all 36 of our cookbooks. I could be wrong about this, but I'll swear on it. Today is the Maple Syrup Show. Ah, uh, the maple syrup show. Well, I mean, maple syrup's a great ingredient. I love it. It's uh, so good. It's really crazy. And because we live in rural, rural New England, we you know you have to say it twice, rural, rural New England. Um, we live so remotely that maple sugaring is a thing around here. I mean, uh, people around us all make maple syrup. They do. And there's, there's a huge myth outside of places where it's grown, <laughs> like New England and Canada. People think maple syrup is harvested and made in the fall when the maple leaves turn red and beautiful. <laughs> they do. That is so wrong. Well, it doesn't help that, you know, pancake syrup, even though that's the fake stuff, pancake syrup commercials half the time have turning leaves and falling leaves. Because well, it represents maple trees, but it doesn't <laughs> represent maple syrup. Because ma- what is maple syrup? It's just the boiled down sap from the maple tree. And when does that sap run, Mark? Oh, it depends on where you are. Where In our part of the world, it runs, it starts to run in mid-February maybe, around in there. It depends on the year. Honestly, you have to watch the year. But there'll be still snow on the ground. What you need is warm days with above freezing temperatures during the day, but uh, you want it still to be very cold at night, and it it'll start to run. And you, I mean, there are no leaves on the trees. No. The trees are totally bare. We were in northern, northern, northern Vermont once. Like that, you could spit across the border to Canada. <laughs> I noticed you have to say that one three times. Northern, northern, northern Vermont, in, up in the Northeast Kingdom. And I remember this was mid-May, and they were just sugaring. They were just pulling the sap off the trees in mid-May. So yeah, it, it depends on where their, you are. It was their mud season. Yeah. That was fun. We were, we were in that sugar house. It was so good. We were cooking hot dogs in the boiling maple syrup. <laughs> we were. Not kosher hot dogs. Yeah, not so much. Anyway, before we start and, and gives you some ideas about what to do with maple syrup, I just want to talk about the grading of maple syrup because it's changed recently. Um, and that grading, the old grades are out. There's a whole new set of grades for the U.S. So let me just talk this through. And they're very similar to the Canadian grades. We'll talk about that Okay, in a Professor, tell us. Okay, so the first grade is grade A, golden color, delicate taste. That is the name of the first grade. Grade A, golden color, delicate taste. This is the syrup that most people, not me, most people want on pancakes. And most people like it because it is a delicate taste. It's lightly colored. Mark and I like big flavors. Mark would put anchovies on his pancakes, given the option. So (laughs) he is not going for your light flavored maple syrup. (laughs) It's not for me. But if you like a very light flavored syrup and and it's, you know, golden color delicate taste, you can figure out what it is. It sounds like a name of a dog at the Westminster show. Golden 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 color color delicate delicate taste taste. is doing his hurdles. Okay. Grade, the second grade is grade A, amber color, rich flavor. And this is just how long it's boiled. It's also at what point in the season the the sap is being produced um, and how concentrated they can get it once they boil water off of it. So this is a bigger flavor. And then it just goes down from there. Grade A, dark color and robust flavor. That's the one I like. That's the one I like. That is the old grade, partially the old grade B in the old system. Grade A, dark color and robust flavor. And then there's grade A, very dark and strong flavor. This This is part of the old grade. Grade B and even out of the old grade. 
grade C level. And um, this is hard to find, right? It is hard. A lot of makers don't even have it. You definitely are not going to find it in your supermarket. It's the kind of thing that you have to go to a sugarer. If you find it, use it in baking. This would be a really great, not quite as dark as molasses, but it's reaching there. So you yeah, get a mapley taste. Like, I would use this in a gingerbread instead of molasses to get a nice maple gingerbread. Right. Uh, again, we prefer grade A dark color and robust flavor on pancakes, but, you know, and waffles. But this is this is even farther. And then there's one farther grade in the U.S., and that's processing grade, which is the stuff that goes in animal feed, in dog food. And in commercial in products. Commercial yeah. products, right. And processing grade is super concentrated. Concentrated, and it's full of impurities. It's mm. not going to have a really – you might not – not even recognize it as maple if you tasted it actually okay so and let me say that the canadian grades are very similar to this the names are very similar it's kind of been standardized between the u.s and canada and the reason that's important is because i'm sorry vermont but canada produces most of the world's maple yeah. syrup sorry vermont you used to be number one but <laughs> it's not true anymore canada oh. Canada. True enough. Canada produces 80% of the world's supply of maple syrup. It's partly because can Canadian production ramped up. It's also partly because of global warming, because the maple trees are moving north um, mm -hmm. with global warming. It's both things. And in Canada, uh, Canada produces 80% of the world's maple syrup. Quebec produces 70% of the world's maple syrup. It, most of what you get comes from Quebec. Vermont. Let's do the math. Does that mean that? That Quebec produces ninety percent of Canadian maple syrup. Well, no. Is this in quantum math? No, that's not how those percents. What about work. quantum maple syrup? Sorry, um, <laughs> you need to go back to algebra. But Canada produces eighty percent. Quebec produces seventy percent of the world supply, and Vermont, unfortunately, produces now six percent—a little less than six percent of the world supply. So, even though we love to think of covered bridges and Vermont and the Green Mountains and all that stuff. Most maple syrup doesn't come from Vermont, but ours does. Ours does. You talk about that. Why? What is so that? So I'm going to actually tell you where I get mine from. There's and a place I, in Vermont. Let me add, we are not sponsored. No. They, we're getting nothing for saying this. They've, they've never even sent me any for free. <laughs> I have to say that out loud. Um, it's called Hidden Springs Maple Syrup. They're in um, Vermont. And they have amazing syrup. It's the leaf mold rot that happens on the ground in that part of Vermont. That rot gets down into the ground, yep. gets absorbed by the roots of the maple trees, yep. and it gets into the sap. And it creates just an amazing, complex flavor that you can't get in maple syrup made anywhere else. That's right. And that's why I actually, even though I'm going to stick up for Vermont, even though they only make less than 6% of the world's supply, the leaf mold rot, which is part of what the flavor of maple syrup is, is superior. We've discovered in, in our is. tasting around in Vermont. And where's this place? Hidden, hidden? It's Hidden Springs Maple Syrup. And you can find them online, right? You can find them online. And they have a Facebook page. On their Facebook page, they're always running specials. So it's always cool. Like around the holidays, you can get two half gallons for the price of one and free shipping. Fabulous. Again, the, these people are not giving us anything. And I love them. And so what if I buy a half gallon before we get to the recipe ideas? What do we, what, 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 I mean, how do I store half you gallon? You may store your maple syrup in the pantry on until you open it once you it is basically shelf stable for a very very long time right years once you open it however then you must store it in the refrigerator this doesn't mean that it won't grow some mold in a year or even two years if you don't finish it but so what that mold is harmless what you do is you pour the maple syrup through a strainer 
into another jar. Super, super fine mesh strainer. Yeah. You have to boil it to kill any mold spores that might be in the syrup, not for very long, just a few minutes, then pour it into another clean and sterile jar or bottle, and you're good for another couple of years. Wow, so, okay. So now let's go on to our recipe ideas. Oh my God. So one of the things I'd love to do is to make a warm maple pear sauce. Yum. And this is great spooned over dessert on ice cream or angel food cake. You can even serve it at a brunch over a plain yogurt or Yum. even on top of pancakes Yum. if Mark's not using his anchovies. <laughs> um, you could do it on top of waffles if Mark's anchovies. not using his anchovies. Do you know how many anchovies you put on a Caesar salad? All of them, Katie. All of them. All of them, <laughs> all of them Katie. That's exactly them, Katie. right. Okay, so here's how you're going to make a maple, warm maple pear sauce. You're going to peel and thinly slice two large pears. I want these to be ripe and fragrant. They could be a little soft to the press. I don't care if you're using Bosque or if you're using Anjou. Something should smell delicious. Peel them, core them, thinly slice them. Put those slices in a nine inch square baking pan. Drizzle over a quarter cup of maple syrup and a little pinch of cinnamon. Shove that in the oven, 350 degrees. It'll take about 20 minutes till it's bubbling and those pears are soft and melting into the syrup. Now you could spoon the pears and syrup right onto those pancakes, those waffles, a the little, angel food cake, the ice cream. A little butter wouldn't kill this, would it? Nope. You could you could dot, dot it with a tablespoon or two of butter before it goes in the oven. Did you know that you could substitute maple syrup for white or brown sugar in almost any cake or muffin batter? Here's the trick. For every cup, and I'm, of course we're going on U.S. measurements here, so it's volume. For every cup of sugar, I want you to substitute three quarters of a cup of maple syrup. And you can actually do this in ratio. So if your recipe calls for two cups of, let's say, white sugar, you can use a cup of white sugar and then three quarters of a cup of maple syrup. And there's one other trick to the ratios here that you have to watch out. You have to reduce any other liquid in the recipe by two tablespoons per per cup of sugar. So if the recipe called, let's say, for a cup of sugar and a quarter cup of milk, then you would put in three quarters of a cup of maple syrup and two tablespoons of milk. And you need to make sure you decrease the baking time by 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. If you do all of that, you can substitute maple syrup for white or brown sugar in almost any cake or muffin batter. And let me tell you, that's a great way to get a, a maple flavor and a lot cheaper than buying maple sugar. Oh, Because gosh. you could buy maple sugar, which is just dehydrated maple syrup, and you could substitute that one for one. So but expensive. it's so expensive. So, so I love Mark's idea. Yes, you you have to reduce the liquid by two tablespoons per cup of sugar that you substituted. Otherwise, it'll be too wet because right. you're adding a liquid. That's okay. right. And because because you're also reducing the amount, uh, the volume amount from a cup of sugar to two quarters of a cup of maple syrup because oh, – you taste a big breath – because, of course, even though sugar is – finely ground, it's there's still space between the <laughs> grains in your crumb. We're back to quantum mechanics here. <laughs> We're not even quantum. We're just in geometry. Well, it's possible that the sugar's there. It's possible the sugar's okay, not there. now we're quantum. <laughs> um, the sugar is there when it's observed. Well, it's there with Schrodinger's cat. It's there when it's observed. <laughs> but um, So I am observing it. And there's little spaces between all those grains, and that's why we reduce the volume amount to three-quarters of a cup of So don't forget Pulled up the liquid amounts, other liquid amounts down by two tablespoons per cup of sugar substituted. And make sure you decrease the baking temperature by 25 degrees because maple syrup will burn in a batter quickly. Yeah. It'll burn on the barbecue too, which is where I'm going to have you use it next. Um, so you're only going to put it on near the end, but you're going to use maple syrup as a barbecue mop for oh. pork. 
So Yum. pork loin, pork tenderloin, Yum. pork chops. Um, before, For your next kosher barbecue. Yeah, sure. It's kosher syrup. Unless <laughs> hot dogs have been cooked in it at the sugaring house. Oy. Uh, Oy. <laughs> but before you cook the meat, um, rub a little salt and cinnamon and nutmeg in, a little pie spices. Um, and now you're going to put the pork on the grill. And for the last few minutes of cooking only, because otherwise the syrup will burn, you're going to just brush it for every pound of pork, about a quarter cup of syrup. And it's the light brushing. The last few minutes, it will glaze on, mm. give you a little burn mm. at the edges. It will be amazing. And remember, pork must cook to 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, could you, you, you could certainly use a little apple pie spice or pumpkin pie spice mixture too, right? I you mean, can. if you wanted to, in it, rather than, than using cinnamon and nutmeg, you could use apple pie spice but mixture. But you'll have to add salt. Correct. And a little a little spice. In fact, if you don't want to put pepper on them, what I like to do is put some Tabasco into the maple syrup. That, I think that's a really nice That's touch. a great idea. But I bet a lot of people don't know how delicious black pepper and maple syrup are together. Oh, yum. And they are very delicious together. Super aromatic, both of them. And so either way, it makes a great mop for the grill. It does. Okay, I'm up next with what has become a favorite amongst our nieces and nephews. And that... <laughs> <laughs> it has truly and that is maple cream soda and this is so silly and easy but people don't think to do this look put a tablespoon about i don't care a tablespoon of maple syrup in a glass you could even put up to a quarter cup wow okay then it's really sweet <laughs> but i'm gonna go with a tablespoon a tablespoon of maple syrup in a glass in a tall glass fill it with seltzer seltzer stir well and ice so seltzer and ice stir well to dissolve the maple syrup and you got maple soda Ta-da. Oh, if you want to make it more like a cream soda add just a little splash of vanilla a few drops because vanilla can overpower right. it so a little bit so if you want to make a maple cream soda it's a tablespoon of maple syrup and maybe a quarter teaspoon of vanilla in the glass add ice soda stir until combined serve it up now do not try this with fake pancake ew, syrup and ew, tell me that you don't like it because ew, I don't care. You're not going to like it. Ew. Make this with pure maple syrup. No, pancake syrup is banished from all the realms of our house. <laughs> it's not It's not even possible to consider it. That ew. maple syrup is maple syrup and artificial crud is artificial crud. Ew. Another amazing thing to do with maple is to do maple glazed carrots. They are an amazing side dish. Look, it's very, very classic French dish mm. to take carrot coins, saute them in butter, add a little bit of sugar, and let it caramelize. But what we like to do is slice up some large carrots into half-inch wide disks, mm -hmm. steam them until they're crisp tender, so only about 10 minutes. Put them in a vegetable steamer somehow yeah. over simmering water. Yeah. Then transfer them to a skillet with two tablespoons of maple syrup, two teaspoons of butter, and a little pinch of salt. Two little butter, way too little well, Okay, butter. two tablespoons of maple syrup and two tablespoons of butter there you and go. a pinch of salt. And just let them toss them until they're bubbling and coated and well-glazed. Because if you try to cook the carrots in the syrup from the beginning, the syrup will burn long before right. those carrots get tender. Right. So we steam them to the crisp tender, then saute them in a skillet with two tablespoons of maple syrup, a tablespoon or two of butter, and a pinch of salt. I have to say that I've been ordering food in for my parents in Dallas during COVID. And uh, I've been getting them food delivery so that they don't have to go out to the store and they don't have to worry about it. My parents are in their upper 80s. And and I, I've been getting food in for them. And um, I've been ordering from Central Market, this really nice chain of grocery stores in Texas, and getting them 
have all kinds of prepared food. And when I asked my mom a while ago what, you know, I've been ordering various things every week and trying to vary the diet up and all Including that stuff. 10 pounds of asparagus, one order I don't quite understand. Well, that, I made but... a mistake. I made a mistake, okay? <laughs> I wanted to order a pound of asparagus and I accidentally sent them 10 pounds of grilled asparagus. So they... I don't know what. They're peace tank for a long time. (laughs) That's a whole different subject. (laughs) So um, I asked her what she wanted out of what I've been ordering. Is there anything that's your favorite? And the first thing she said was the maple carrots. That's the I had ordered these things from Central Market, and that was the first thing that she said was, "Oh, those maple carrots." Okay, well, your parents, (laughs) if nothing, your parents have a sweet tooth, and they love those. (laughs) It's true, but I'm just saying how good this is. That this is a really great way. And Bruce is right. You. Got to steam those carrots first, otherwise the maple syrup will burn. Yep. Okay. What else are you going to do? Okay. So I'm going to go back to the grill, and I'm going to talk about chicken breast and skirt steaks. Bruce talked about pork and a really simple thing of just brushing it toward the end. And instead, I'm going to make a kind of marinade for, let's say, chicken breast, chicken thighs, skirt steaks, flank steak, um, these kind of cuts for the grill. Uh, so what, what you're going to do is take a big old plastic bag, one of those big sealable Ziploc. The gallon size bag. Yeah. And put it in there three tablespoons of maple syrup, Mm -hmm. two tablespoons of orange juice, two tablespoons of soy sauce, and then I don't care how much, some minced garlic and some fresh rosemary. Do whatever you feel is right. So three tablespoons of maple syrup, two tablespoons of orange juice, two tablespoons of soy sauce, minced garlic and rosemary. Put all that in the bag. Now drop whatever you're doing in there, your, your chicken breasts, your chicken thighs, your chicken legs, your flank steak, your skirt steak, um, those kind of cuts, bavettes, uh, Mm. hanger steaks, Mm. drop Mm. them in there, seal the bag, now massage that stuff all over the meat, this is sounding a little pornish, Um, massage that stuff all over the meat, seal uh, in the sealed bag, and now refrigerate it. And because there's no vinegar in this, you can refrigerate this up to 24 hours. And notice Mark didn't add any oil or added fat. You don't need to. No. You absolutely don't need to. No, no, no. This marinade will just penetrate the meat and it doesn't need added fat. That's right. And it will make a really beautiful caramelized coating on whatever you've got on the grill. Okay. Once you have used up your bottle of balsamic vinegar oh, and there's just a tiny bit left, like the coating. I just, I want to put my imprimatur on the this The coating idea. of the balsamic that's left in the jar and the eighth of a teaspoon at the bottom, I want you to add two tablespoons of maple syrup now to that bottle. So you had that quarter inch of balsamic left. You had a little coating on the sides. You add two tablespoons of your maple syrup to it. You shake that bottle up. You now have maple balsamic. Whether you put that on a salad, whether you drink it on a spoon, (laughs) whether you put it on a marinade, it is just heavy. You could use it as a mop on the grill, right, during the last few minutes of cooking. You can. You can use it as a pan glaze. Um, uh, uh, off a saute, off drizzle the it on a baked potato. Yeah, mm, drizzle it over French fries. Mmm, mm. really simple. I'm gonna finish it up the way I always finish everything up with a cocktail. So here's the start it with a cocktail, finish it with a cocktail. <laughs> That's right. So what I want you to do is put vodka and maple syrup in a cocktail shaker. Right, how much? It'd be in a four to one ratio. So four vodka to one maple syrup. And th- however you do it, if you're making multiple drinks, if you're, you know, so if you're going to use 
two ounces of vodka, you're gonna use a half ounce of maple syrup. If you're gonna use two jiggers of vodka, you're gonna use a half jigger of maple syrup. If you're making for more people, you can add more. Just remember, it's a four to one ratio. So if you're using one bottle of, uh, one quart of vodka, you need one cup of, ma- one gallon of vodka, one quart of maple syrup. <laughs> There you go. So it's a four to one ratio. You put that in a cocktail. I want to see you put a gallon of maple syrup in a cocktail. Sugar. I'm going to put that in a cooler with filled and, ice. And then Serve I want it you from to, the spigot at the bottom. Stop. I want you to fill the cocktail shaker with ice um, and shake, 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 shake like crazy, 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 crazy. And now all you have to do is strain it into a martini glass. If you want to make this again, a maple cream cocktail then you can use vanilla flavored vodka with your maple syrup but if you want just the real thing it's just maple syrup and vodka now i'm going to tell you that we have had this drink in a club in new york now i know it was the 90s so it was a while ago super 90s (laughs) it was the 90s super 90s but boy boy was it sweet and good and they garnished the martini glass with cotton candy <laughs> there you go. There is a real '90s problem right there. It was nasty sweet cocktails, but really, this is a really refreshing open summer martini. Uh, I would serve this in small martini glasses, not those giant aquarium-sized ones that go around. I would serve all drinks in the small <laughs> martini glasses. The idea of those giant things. First of all, you're halfway through your drink and it's warm and it because is. you haven't finished it. it or you is. drink it too fast to keep it cold and it, you get just blotto. It, you do. You get blotto. So that is those are those are amazing all ideas. Our ideas this, about maple syrup. We love we love maple syrup. We're going to continue to use it. We hope you will try some of these fabulous maple syrup recipes, and we hope you will continue to listen to Cooking with Bruce and Mark. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. And give us a good rating. Give us a five-star rating. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we really do appreciate it. And connect with us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We're there. Bruce is on Instagram under Bruce A. Weinstein. Otherwise, we're on all these platforms by our own name. There's a Cooking with Bruce and Mark page on Facebook, which you can join. And even better, you can catch us shooting real live videos on our YouTube channel, Cooking with Bruce and Mark. Look for us in all those places and please come back next time because we'd love to have you here.